purpose of Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. Narrated by Eden Rayhedrick. Dramatis Personae. Jane Eyre. Read by Elizabeth Barr. Mr. Rochester. Read by Algy Pug. St. Jen Rivers. Read by Aidan Brack. Young Jane. Read by Arielle Lipshaw. Adele. Read by Tiffany Halla Colonna. Bessie. Read by Verity Kendall. Diana Rivers. Read by Elizabeth Clatt. Mrs. Fairfax. Read by Capricia Page. Mrs. Reed. Read by Christine G. John. Read by Jared Hess. Mary Rivers. Read by Grace Garrett. Helen Burns. Read by April Gonzalez. Leah. Read by Susanna. Blanche Ingram. Read by Amanda Friday. John Reed. Read by Jared Hess. Eliza Reed. Read by Thisbe. Abbott. Read by Yulia Niedermeyer. Miss Temple. Read by Elizabeth Clatt. Sophie. Read by Nadine eckert Lady Lynn. Read by Anna Simon. Lord Ingram. Read by Andre. Colonel Dent. Read by Todd. Mr. Mason. Read by Jared Hess. Hannah. Read by Libby Gone. Mr. Brocklehurst. Read by Anthony. Lowood Servant. Read by Kate Carstens. Miss Scatcherd. Read by Charlotte Duckett. Grace Poole. Read by Beth Thomas. Amy Eshton. Read by Victoria Martin. Louisa Eshton. Read by Eden Rayhedrick. Dowager Lady Ingram. Read by Charlotte Duckett. Mary Ingram. Read by Grace Garrett. Mr. Eshton. Read by Peter Oxenhandler. Mrs. Eshton. Read by Elizabeth Clatt. Frederick Lynn. Read by Ethan Hartman. Henry Lynn. Read by John Trevithick. Rosamond Oliver. Read by Susanna. Mary, John's wife. Read by Novella Serena. Charlotte Bronte. Read by Eden Rayhedrick. Mr. Lloyd. Read by Jared Hess. Sarah. Read by April Gonzalez. Porter's wife. Read by Victoria Martin. Coach Guard. Read by Capricia Page. Coachman. Read by Todd. Miss Miller. Read by Jeannie Tirado. First Class Lowood Girl. Read by Libby Gone. Miss Smith. Read by Anna Simon. Cumberland Girl. Read by Carol de Rose. Miss Brocklehurst. Read by Victoria Martin. Barbara. Read by Charlotte Duckett. Lowood Nurse. Read by Charlotte Duckett. Lowton Postmistress. Read by Elizabeth Clatt. Waiter. Read by Todd. Charwoman. Read by Elizabeth Clatt. Mrs. Dent. Read by Arielle Lipshaw. Sam. Read by Carol de Rose. Dr. Carter. Read by Carol de Rose. Robert. Read by Jared Hess. Georgiana Reed. Read by Dana Weilinger. Footman. Read by Carol de Rose. Mr. Wood. Read by Todd. Mr. Briggs. Read by Ken Garrett. Bread shop woman. Read by Arielle Lipshaw. Housewoman. Read by Kate Carstens. Housekeeper. Read by Carol de Rose. Cottage girl. Read by Charlotte Duckett. Cottage mother. Read by Sally McConnell. Author. Read by Todd. Host. Read by Capricia Page. End of Dramatis Personae. Preface. To W. M. Thackeray, Esquire. This work is respectfully inscribed by the author. A preface to the first edition of Jane Eyre being unnecessary, I gave none. The second edition demands a few words, both of acknowledgment and miscellaneous remark. My thanks are due in three quarters. To the public, 
for the indulgent ear it has inclined to a plain tale with few pretensions to the press for the fair field its honest suffrage has opened to an obscure aspirant to my publishers for the aid their tact their energy their practical sense and frank liberality have afforded an unknown and unrecommended author the press and the public are but vague personifications for me and i must thank them in vague terms but my publishers are definite so are certain generous critics who have encouraged me as only large-hearted and high-minded men know how to encourage a struggling stranger to them i e to my publishers and the select reviewers i say cordially gentlemen i thank you from my heart having thus acknowledged what i owe those who have aided and approved me i turn to another class a small one so far as i know but not therefore to be overlooked i mean the timorous or carping few who doubt the tendency of such books as jane eyre in whose eyes whatever is unusual is wrong whose ears detect in each protest against bigotry that parent of crime an insult to piety that regent of god on earth i would suggest to such doubters certain obvious distinctions i would remind them of certain simple truths conventionality is not morality self-righteousness is not religion to attack the first is not to assail the last to pluck the mask from the face of the pharisee is not to lift an impious hand to the crown of thorns these things and deeds are diametrically opposed they are as distinct as is vice from virtue men too often confound them they should not be confounded appearance should not be mistaken for truth narrow human doctrines that only tend to elate and magnify a few should not be substituted for the world-redeeming creed of christ there is i repeat it a difference and it is a good and not a bad action to mark broadly and clearly the line of separation between them the world may not like to see these ideas dissevered for it has been accustomed to blend them finding it convenient to make external show pass for sterling worth to let whitewashed walls vouch for clean shrines it may hate him who dares to scrutinize and expose to raise the gilding and show base metal under it to penetrate the sepulchre and reveal charnel relics but hate as it will it is indebted to him ahab did not like micah because he never prophesied good concerning him but evil probably he liked the sycophant son of chanana better yet might ahab have escaped a bloody death had he but stopped his ears to flattery and opened them to faithful counsel there is a man in our own days whose words are not framed to tickle delicate ears who to my thinking comes before the great ones of society much as the son of imlah came before the throned kings of judah and israel and who speaks truth as deep with a power as prophet-like and as vital a mien as dauntless and as daring is the satirist of vanity fair admired in high places i cannot tell but i think if some of those amongst whom he hurls the greek fire of his sarcasm and over whom he flashes the leaven brand of his denunciation were to take his warnings in time they or their seed might yet escape a fatal remark gilead why have i alluded to this man i have alluded to him reader because i think i see in him an intellect profounder and more unique than his contemporaries have yet recognized because i regard him as the first social regenerator of the day as the very master of that working corps who would restore to rectitude the warped system of things because i think no commentator on his writings has yet found the comparison that suits him the terms which rightly characterize his talent they say he is like fielding they talk of his wit humor comic powers he resembles fielding as an eagle does a vulture fielding could stoop on carrion but thackeray never does his wit is bright his humor attractive but both bear the same relation to his serious genius that the mere lambent sheet lightning playing under the edge of the summer clouds does to the electric death spark hid in its womb finally i have alluded to mr thackeray because to him if he will accept the tribute of a total stranger 
I have dedicated the second edition of Jane Eyre. Currer Bell, December 21st, 1847. Note to the third edition. I avail myself of the opportunity which a third edition of Jane Eyre affords me, of again addressing a word to the public, to explain that my claim to the title of novelist rests on this one work alone. If, therefore, the authorship of other works of fiction has been attributed to me, an honour is awarded where it is not merited, and consequently denied where it is justly due. This explanation will serve to rectify mistakes which may already have been made, and to prevent future errors. Currer Bell, April 13th, 1848. End of preface.